Today's date is November 29th, 1996. Approximate time is 17.38 hours. Present for the interview, Sergeant Wayne Rondo, Lake County Sheriff's Department, Florida. Detective Al Gussler, Lake County Sheriff's Office, Florida. And would you give us your full answer? Roderick Justin Farrell. All right. Mr. Farrell, again, if you would please, your date of birth? 32880. Okay. And your address? Apartment F6, 906 Broad Street, Murray, Kentucky. Murray, Kentucky. Okay, thank you. You have a phone? Phone number there? No phone. All right. Our interview has been conducted at the police department, Baton Rouge Police Department, Louisiana. All right. Rod, you went to Eustis High School down in Florida last year in Lake County? Yes. Okay. And did you go to school up in Kentucky this year? Then? Yes. Okay. What grade are you in? I was in 10th before I got expelled. 10th before you got expelled? Okay. What did you expel for? Being a little asshole. Okay. Alright. What kind of grades were you carrying? Whenever I actually did work, A's and B's. Okay. Whenever I stopped, F's. Okay. So in other words, when you put your mind to it and want to, you can carry A's and B's. If I want to make good grades, I do. If you don't, you don't. Exactly. Alright. If you're aware, I'm sure, of why we're here to speak with you this afternoon. Yeah. Okay, and that being what? Let's see. The murders of Heather Wendorf's parents. Okay. Did you know the first name is by any chance? Uh, no. Okay. Mr. and Mrs. Wendorf. That's the most I knew. That's fine. That's okay. That's one. That's fine. Uh, we don't expect you to tell us anything you don't know. That's easy, right? Rod, do you have any parents? <laughs> well, my mom, Sandra Joanne Gibson, and my real father, Rick Allen Farrell, my stepfather, Darren Braven, and my second stepfather, Kyle Newman. Okay. And what was your mom's name there? I, I missed it the first time around. Sandra Joanne Gibson. Sandra Joanne Gibson, okay. You don't have a problem talking to us without them present or anything, do you? You don't sure. Okay. I'm just, just want to ask and make sure you're comfortable with us and everything else. I'm just saying my life's fucked, so. Okay. Okay. How long have you known Heather? One year. One year? Okay. So two days ago. Okay. Uh, when you went back to Kentucky <coughs> from Eustis, Before we go any further, have they Mirandized you here? Have they read you your rights? Twice. Twice they read them. Well, guess what? Third time. Third time. All right. Let's just make sure so there's no misconfusion. Right. Then down the road, if we asked, was your rights read? Well, we know we read your rights. They know they read your rights, so we can all go through it again. All right, number one, you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. You have the right to talk to a lawyer and have him present with you while you're being questioned. Getting close. If you cannot afford to hire a lawyer, one will be appointed to represent you before any questioning if you wish. You can decide at any time to exercise these rights about answering any questions or make any statements. Meaning halfway through this conversation, if you decide you want to speak to us anymore, all you got to do is tell us, okay? Okay. Okay. Do you understand each of these rights I've explained? Each and every one. All right. 
Having these rights in mind, do you wish to talk with us now? Most definitely. All right. Okay. How did you correspond with Heather while you were up in Kentucky and she was down here? Did you write letters, phone calls? <clears throat> Both letters and phone calls. Okay, book letters and phone calls. Uh, was there quite a bit of correspondence? Or? Between her and I and her best friend, Jeanine Leclerc. Okay. Why we were supposed to pick her up, too. Okay, she didn't go. She didn't. No, it didn't quite work out the way we planned. Okay. Because we weren't supposed to exactly do what we did. Okay. Had it been planned for a long time to, to, to take the blue explorer? No. no. We just planned on taking a car down from Kentucky to go pick her up. She was going to run away. Okay. All on with Jeannie? Both of the girls were going to meet us after they got home, so at some point in time, hop in the car with us and leave. And that was the way it was supposed to go. Okay. Why don't you just tell us when you all headed, who all was with, with you when you headed for Florida? I was going to say, did you want me to start from the night we left? Yeah, good. You just drove with us? <clears throat> okay. It was last Friday. I wasn't sure about the date. Uh, Shay, or Charity, was spending the night with Dana Cooper. And I was going over there because Shay and I have been basically engaged for like 11 months now. And she's also pregnant with my child. Who, who, who is this? The short black haired girl, Shay. Oh, okay. Shay? Yeah, okay. okay. So I was going over to Dana's house to see her. And Scott pulled up because that night he was taking his little brothers to the skating rink. And whenever he got there, we all decided just to pick up and leave because we had planned on that a week before. And got cleared, that's when we decided to pick up and leave. So we had Charity and Dana go tell his brothers that we had been beaten and kidnapped. So they wouldn't think about looking for us. And they, we told them that the car was totaled because we took the Buick. Right after we told them that, it was around 11 o'clock, we headed straight uh, for 20 west, I think, or 20 east, to reach 75 southbound. Basically, the rest of that was just driving to Florida. Sure. When we got here, we just chilled out for a couple days, and on Tuesday, uh, we got pulled over by a state cop for a flat tire. And they checked our plates and they checked our identities and all that and we got nervous so we decided we were leaving that night. Still going along with the same plan, just picking up the girls and leaving. Before we were on Sunday when you got into town, is that when you got into town? Yeah. Did you call Heather? I called Heather Monday. You called her Monday? Did you meet with Heather? Monday afternoon. Where did you meet with her? Or no, it was Tuesday afternoon. Where did you meet with her? Right outside of Eustis High School. Okay. Where did you go from there? We went over to Walmart and walked around, went back to the cemetery. We dropped her off there so she could walk back and meet her mom. We'll just talk about why you were at the cemetery. About her running away, asking her if she was sure, asking her where she wanted to go. <sighs> asking her just about her personal life, like her boyfriend Jeremy. Did you discuss with her about her parents at that time? We didn't think anything about her parents at that time. We didn't think about the parent thing until two minutes before we did it. 
So that was kind of spontaneous. It wasn't premeditated. Have you uh, mentioned anything to her and asked her about if you wanted your parents killed? If she wanted her parents killed? Uh, within the year, I jokingly said it once, but never thought I'd do it. And she's mentioned that you said it several times she's over the course of several months that you've said that to the last few months, mm -hmm. like the recent ones. She's that true? She's like throwing it in. Um, well, I mean, is it, what's your version? Is that true? Or? Well, I'm saying she didn't play out ask me. She didn't say, oh, please come. No, me. I'm asking you. She's, I'm, I'm telling you, she's telling us that, I've that said, you asked her, do you want her, your parents killed? Like I said, I said it once because she kept throwing the hint to me. And then I just go, what, do you want me to kill your parents? How was she throwing the hint? She was saying, you know, shit like, well, if my parents happen to have a misfortune accident or something, make it a lot easier to run away. Things like that. Mm -hmm. Did you send anything to her at the graveyard about that again? Like I said, I was just asking her if she was sure she wanted to leave. Because I knew it had been a year and she had got a steady boyfriend. The only thing she was flunking in school was French. Yeah. You know, it seemed like a halfway good life at least. So I was asking her for sure if she wanted to leave for us. Nothing about Nothing about her. death or anything besides running away. Okay. Okay. Bad. But then that night, after the state cop pulled us over and ran all that shit, and we yeah. called her back. We told her that we were leaving tonight to get a hold of Janine, get her shit packed, get ready. She told us that she wanted to go see her boyfriend, Jeremy. So I told Shay and Dana to take her to go see Jeremy, and they asked me why I was staying behind. And where was this at now? It was on Heather Street. Okay. About approximately three houses down from hers. Towards the main intersection or the cul de sac? To her. Main. Okay. Um, I told them that we would meet them at Janine's house. They asked us how we'd get there. I said, walk. So I told them to go really slow. Scott knew what we were doing because he was coming with me. And that was. Filling in blanks for Scott knew you were doing what? Oh, we decided at that point before, because I pulled Scott off to the side, because I got to thinking about how Heather's parents would probably react, and I didn't want to be found for one. And I pulled off and I said, how do you feel about taking someone out? And he's like, no problem. So we decided that we would go into the house, at least hogtie or something our parents didn't exactly plan on beating them to death. But after that, basically, then we went back with the car, so we came up. That's why I told Shay and Dana to get in the car and take her to go see Jeremy. And did the girls, the three girls that were at the car, did they know what you were up to when you went up to the house? None of the girls knew you were in the car before you left? I didn't tell them. Did Scott tell them? I don't know if Scott told them or not, but I didn't tell them anything okay. because I wanted to keep them out of it. Okay. All right, go back now. You go up to the house. How did you get into the house? It was unlocked. Okay, but how did you get there? I walked through the garage. Okay. I okay. checked around every single access, mm -hmm. checking the perimeters. Mm -hmm. After I checked every perimeter, I found out everything was unlocked except the front door, which was bolted. Mm -hmm. Saw where the dog was, noticed the Explorer, noticed the vehicle transportation. Went to the garage, used my lighter to look for some kind of better weaponry because I only had a stick. 
So you went up there with a weapon already, you're saying? Yeah. I had a, it was a bow staff. Okay. You know, the quarter of martial yeah. art bow staffs. And I broke it in two so that way Scott could have one and I could have one. Okay, so you both went up there with that, okay. You got into the garage, you weren't happy with that, and that's when you found? I knew that a stick couldn't do shit. What were you planning on doing? I thought you were going up there just to hog time. I was saying just in case they attacked me. Okay. Because I didn't know how her father, like how big he was or what. Okay. So I was taking precaution. I was looking for something stronger. And you found? A crowbar. Okay. I figured it surpassed wood by far. And you were going up there just to get the vehicle to leave for another mode of transportation? I was going to take the money that they had on them and their vehicle. That was it. How do you know they had any money? Taking a guess. Okay. I know okay. Heather's parents. I know Heather's sister. I mean, Heather's sister owns a cell phone. They own, you know, like the Explorer. They own the house. I was just pretty much guessing. Why another vehicle? Why don't you just take Heather's vehicle and go? You already had Heather, right? She was the third girl in the car. Is that correct? Why not just take her and go? Because there was no way we had enough room in the Buick for that amount of package. People. People and items. Okay. All right. All of us packed into our necessities, and we were only carrying like a box a piece, but the Buick's too small. So you're saying at the time when you got there and met, all five of you, at that point, the two of you decided that's when you were going to go up to the house. What got you to that point there? To what? Going to the house? Yeah because I knew I needed a bigger vehicle. So obviously you thought about it before you got there, and you just didn't decide when you got there. You thought about it before getting to the house. Probably what I'm saying? It only took seven minutes to get there. I thought of it two minutes before we got there. Okay. I was thinking of the plan on the way there. Okay. So I have a clear blue you're talking, you came up with this. I'm sitting there walking down the road with Scott beside me saying, okay, we're doing this, 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 this. Just like that? Okay. Okay. I'm very strategic about it and very fast. I don't plan things out. Okay. That's why we got caught. Okay. All right. So you're in the garage. You picked. You found your crowbar in the garage. Yeah. I saw machetes, chainsaws, and axes. Notice I didn't use them because mm -hmm. I didn't plan on killing anyone. But what happened is I went through the bathroom, not bathroom, but like the laundry closet door because I found it was unlocked. Heather's mother was in the shower and her father was watching TV. I snuck around back into her room, barely. He didn't notice me. Scott followed right behind me as fast as he could and as quiet as he could because he had the TV pretty much cranked. Could you see that the father was watching TV or was he just laying there and the TV was on? He was watching TV. You can see his eyes open watching TV? Whenever a guy's sitting like this going, blinking. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But anyway. So I snuck back into her room because it was dark and there was nobody back there, and I knew it. Because I said I checked out the layer of the house, I looked through the windows to see what was going on. And uh, after that, I came out and I got his attention, and I said, You know, plain out, don't move, or I will beat the fuck out of you. Because at that point in time, I was like afraid that he was going to come after me. So I had the thing propped up ready. Just, if he came at me, I was going to slug the fuck out of him. So what happened is he did turn around and started to get back up. So then I did waylay his ass. 
and I didn't stop because he was still like breathing and stuff. I just kept beating him and beating him and beating him and beating him. Just laying right there in the couch. Okay. Because it was as he started to turn around, I saw he was coming out and I just <clears throat> right across the temple of the head. It knocked him cold. And while he was cold, I figured, now or never, because if he gets up, I'm a fucking dead motherfucker. So I just beat him until he died. Then. Did you strike him anywhere else with the crowbar or just in the head? I striked him once in the chest because he wouldn't stop breathing, so I stabbed him in the heart. Black. The straight end of it. Okay. And then I flipped him, well, flipped his corpse over, checked his wallet, found out Zoe had already raided it, so it was basically a waste. So you rolled him on the floor or left him laying flat? I just picked him up and oh, okay. flipped him over on the couch. Okay. Because he had laying on the couch, I didn't want to spill blood anywhere else. Okay. And then I was trying to get through the house to get to the key so I could get out before mom got out. You knew the mom was there now, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. She had said she was. Who had said she was? Zoe. Zoe, okay. She said that she had snuck out and her parents didn't see her. Okay. So I found out that both her parents were home and that her sister was out somewhere. Okay. And as I was heading back to the parents' bedroom looking for the Explorer keys, mm -hmm. because I didn't want the van, the Explorer's anywhere. <coughs> That's whenever her mom came out through the kitchen area, holding a very hot cup of coffee. And she asked me what I wanted, and I plan out told her I want the keys, and she was like freaking. She thought that Zoe was still in the house, so she started to come out. Did she know who you were? No, they've never seen me before. But as you can see, she clawed the fuck out of me. Can we say? Are all those scars right there on your face are from her? Okay. Where were you now? You had the crowbar in your hand at this time? I had crowbar. I had blood splatter on me. I was freaking out because I didn't... Where's the blood splatter from that? The, her scratching you on your face and hand, you're saying? No, from her yeah. husband. Okay. Okay. Because, like I said, I just... The minute he started to come back, I panicked and just would not stop until I made sure he was dead. Okay. And then that's whenever she came out, and I was like... Okay, this isn't good. She was supposed to stay in the shower. Because after she asked me what I wanted, she was like, first thing she said, she kind of like did that melancholy thing where she goes, Zoe, like that, really quiet. And she like started to lunge at me. She spilled her coffee on me. It went all over me. And then she clawed my face and grabbed my wrist. And that's when I took the straight end of the girl bar and just started bashing in the back of her head. So she was running away from you when this was happening? She was holding on to me. Okay. She had her fingernails embedded in my skin. Until she let go, I was going to beat the fuck out of her. And so where would you hit her first? In the back of the head or the front of the head? Right there? Okay. I only hit her once right there. All the rest of the time was back here. You'll notice in the pictures, the big hole. I haven't seen them yet. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, and then the hot coffee started stinging, so it pissed me off. So I just played out, gave a crescent kick, kicked her on the ground, and then continued to beat her there until she stopped breathing. You kicked her with your, kicking what your foot you're talking? Yeah, a crescent kick. The, okay, I don't care. Because I took martial arts. Mm -hmm. So then after I made sure that both of the parents were totally incapacitated and dead, I told Scott, because Scott had basically kind of froze up and stayed behind me because he was afraid that they would like claw him 
So what was his role? I thought he was going to take part in it. Didn't he have a stick, you said? <clears throat> yeah, he wanted, before we entered the house, he was like, I'll take out the mother and you take out the father. That's what Edgar agreed upon? Yeah. Okay. Because that's... We agreed upon that right when we were in the garage. <laughs> Very quick, last minute planning, but because what we were supposed to do, we were gonna take the wood sticks first, mm -hmm. have the crowbar right back here, just in case, and then just boom. In case you the sticks weren't heavy enough, you mean? No, I mean, we were gonna like give them the sting hits, you know, like the Chinese paint sticks. Mm -hmm. Sting them and then tie them up. Because if you sting the person the right way, they can't move. Okay. Why not wait three more hours until she goes to bed? Take the keys and have and all y'all leave. Because I'd heard Zoe mention one time before that the keys were in my parents' room. And I didn't want to take a chance of them getting up and happening what happened. Okay. So. After they're both down, obviously they're lifeless. You beat them until they become lifeless. Yeah. Okay. What'd you do then? After that, I looked over at Scott, told him to quit freezing, get his ass in gear, told him get one half of the house. I took the other half. He wouldn't take the bodies and put them in the pool, but I thought that was just too sick. So we went and searched through the house, found a knife, found her mother's pearls, found some cash. Only about five bucks worth of cash. Mm -hmm. uh, found a father's wallet. Got his discover card out. Uh, grabbed the keys to the Explorer and her sister's Saturn. And just walked out of the house. Got in the Explorer and took off. Would you, would you grab the keys from the what? Saturn? We grabbed the keys to the, her sister's Saturn. Okay. Where are the pearls now? The pearls were in a little red pouch on her mother's dresser. Oh, where are they now? You said you grabbed them, you took them with you, you mean? I gave them to Zoe. Oh. She has them around her teddy bear's neck. Okay. Because it was the day after we did that she asked for her father's knife and her mother's pearls as a souvenir. So. Souvenir as far as what? She didn't elaborate. I didn't bother asking. Because I was, the only thing at that point is, I killed someone, I need to get the fuck out of here. Why would she want remembrances of a, her parents dead? Maybe she's a sick bitch. I don't know. You didn't ask? You didn't think nothing of it? No, I thought something of it. I just didn't ask. What do you think? Exactly what I just said. <laughs> sick bitch. If someone killed my parents, I'd be like, I don't want anything. Okay. So you all jumped in the uh, Explorer. Who was driving? Me and Scott. Who was driving? I was driving whenever we first got out of the house. Okay. I drove until we met up with the girls. Okay. And then Zoe looked over and saw the Explorer and said that, or she automatically thought that we had just stolen it. And then later on, she was like, just had a clear blue whenever I pulled up the pearls. She was like, you killed them. I was like, and that's whenever they found out about it, because otherwise not, they didn't know about it. They found out like 100, 200 miles down the road. Because basically, Shay, I kidnapped. I told her she didn't have a choice. Scott came willingly. Shay, you remember? Yeah. Uh, like I said, Scott came willingly, because he's been wandering away from his parents, because they like beat him and shit. 
and Dana came because she's just been having a shit life. Mm-hmm. And Heather obviously came. Yeah, Heather and Zoe have been playing this for a year. <clears throat> Heather and Zoe, aren't they one and the same? Or, Zoe and Janine. Janine. But Janine uh, didn't go though, right? No. She couldn't get out. She like tried crawling out of a window and then just decided it was too hard. Told us to come back for her later. Once again about Shay, you took her against her will? She I don't seem to think so. No, I'm saying I told her. Oh, okay. I was like, either you can come willingly or I will just knock you unconscious and take you with me. So she really had nothing but to say, yeah, okay, I'll come. She didn't have a problem, though. We, obviously, she didn't take her threats very uh, meaningful. She went very voluntarily. What do you expect? Like I said, she and I have been together for almost a year. She's pregnant with my fucking kid. We were fixing to get married in about two months. Is that right? Which is why this is so displeasing all the more. But where'd you meet up once you left? You said down the road. Where about We went over to Janine's house. They I told them if we weren't at Janine's house, turn this back over on Zoe's road. Told them not to get into the house, but go to the road because that we were going to get the Explorer and get the fuck out. And we met them on the road and they were turning off and we caught them about five blocks down the road. So they knew you were going to get the Explorer then? All three of them knew you were going to get the Explorer? Okay. That's the most thing. Okay. Because they said, you know, they're like, don't do it. And we're like, we need something bigger to travel. Sure. Because we have five people and we're going day and night. Sure. So we caught them five blocks down. We took everything out of the Buick, took the keys out of the Buick, locked up the Buick, left it on the side of the road, put everything in the Explorer, got the Explorer keys. Scott started driving and we switched off every hundred miles. Scott, how did you change? Or did you change? Didn't you say you had blood when you were up in the house all over you or something? Did you stay that way? No. Uh, right before we got the Buick and stopped it, like, and unpacked everything, it was on the way that we were going to Janine's house. We stopped at a gas station. I just got going to get wet rags, and I just took my shirt off and threw it. So now you're bareback? I was bareback and totally wet from washing my shirt. What store is this just out there? Uh, I think it was a Circle K. It was right down the road. Inside, outside garbage can? Is that what we threw it or threw it in the woods or in the air? No, I set it on fire and threw it on the field. So all it is is ash now. Okay. And I took the murder weapon with me. Because it's kind of hard to find the murder without the weapon. And that is what they're going to go find right now. So he actually knows where the fuck it is. You don't think he knows? Or she knows? She wasn't anywhere around. She was six blocks down the road. Who says she's going? Who says I was going to look for them? All of them. Okay. They were fixing to put her in cuffs to take her. Okay. That's what was pissing me off. I'm like, what the fuck? She didn't even know. She was at the payphone with Charity. Because she was calling Charity's mother because that's who turned to son. Zoe didn't go anywhere. You're right. She don't know anything about it. Just you and Scott do. She didn't go anywhere. It's miscommunication. You're right. But anyway. So.
so after we had out of Florida, we went to New Orleans because I have a few friends there that could have taken really good care of us. But we were heading through the complexes, you know, the not too great part of town. And Shay's not used to having lots of black people around, once carrying AK-47s in their backyard. Where's this New Orleans at? Yeah. So you arrived out there with two vehicles? No, just one. We left the other car, the Buick, back in Florida. Okay. And it's still that, there. Where'd that come about now? When did you ditch your vehicle? We ditched it, like, maybe 50 miles from where she lives. Okay. It's either somewhere in Lake County or just right outside of there. You left it there, tag attached, and take the tag off and do anything? That's just like that? Switch the tags. You switched the tags? We put the Kentucky tag on the Explorer and the Florida tag on the York. Okay. Okay. After that, we took off like a bat out of hell, going as fast as the Explorer would go, straight to New Orleans, only stopped for gas. That was it. Got to New Orleans about a day exactly a day later I went there at night that's when we arrived right as the sun was setting and we parked the Explorer on 2nd Street and that's when we started walking around got pulled over by the New Orleans police they let us go we've been pulled over five times since it happened who was driving? Uh, let's see I was driving three times and Scott was driving twice when did you pull you over from? One time, because we ran out of gas, stage trooper came up and said, thought we were broken down. Mm-hmm. Second time is whenever we were walking through New Orleans, mm-hmm. and it's not common you see white people walking into the complex. Mm-hmm. Uh, third time was at a rest stop whenever one of the state cops was talking to a security guard, and I was letting the state cop bump cigarettes off me. And, uh, um... Let's see, was that three or four? I don't know. I think we got stopped at least three times on like the highway itself by state cops. And they just came in, they asked us if everything was okay, everything's fine, where we were headed, then New Orleans, because we left that exact night, because Shay was totally freaking out. And I didn't want her to like freak so bad to cause any stress to the baby. So. We got back in the Explorer, took off, headed towards just any direction, and we stayed the night out. I parked behind this one store. Switched out. Okay. Man's okay. Helping us out here. Right? Several voices. Folks don't have to get sorry. Tell them like it is. That's it. Like that. You do something, you have to stand up to the consequence. Yeah, that's true. That's good. All right, we just switch the tape to side B times approximately 18 10 hours. Go ahead, Rob. Okay. Like I said, we stayed the night behind some convenience store. It was a back road bank, but we thought about there might be too many alarms. So we used what little gas we had to get to some secluded house. We drove, since it was almost daylight, it was around like 5 in the morning. We drove until we found this back road place, and it was light enough to see that there was a pathway to the woods. So I told them to park back in the woods. We parked back in the woods. I took my knife, cut down some camouflage, covered up the bleed, or explore, to where it just looked like a big pile of bricks for the USS kid. Okay. I had a pay phone. 
only a few blocks from here, actually. Um, she called her mom. Her mother was asking way too many fucking questions. I knew she was going to turn us in. I told Shay to hang up right then and get the fuck out. And don't tell her where the fuck we were, because I knew she was going to turn us in. Against my wishes, she did, while I was ditching the shit. And within the next half hour, the police pulled up at the Howard Johnson's Inn. And that's whenever I just walked straight to the cop car, put my hands behind my back, and said, okay, let's go. And then I came and slept in this room, and on goes the story. Would you also be willing to take us out with a weapon for the time? Be willing to cuff me. You need to? Well, I'm just saying that's what they've been doing all day. They put leg shackles on me, something like I ain't gonna kill anyone, shit. But they're like, it's procedure, so I'm like, okay. Did you get those cuts on your arms from the murder? No. Sorry, an affliction. What are they for? Physical pain to override the mental. What's the purpose behind them? A lot of shit happened to me when I was a little one. It triggers off in my memory sometimes and I freak out. I've seen a psychiatrist about it, but she never thought it was too bad enough to put me on medication. I noticed the girls had those same marks on them, is that? Same thing with Shay, I don't know about the others. Because Zoe is kind of a freak chick. And Dana, she's just Dana. I cut myself because I overran my pain. Because like Shay, she was raped by her stepfather when she was 12. And that's what triggers off in her mind. Is that self-inflicted on your left on there also? Yeah. How so? I took my buck knife and sawed down to the bone. Buck knife still on the ride? That's in the water, it's in the water too? Is that the knife that came from the house or your personal one? That's the one I bought at Walmart with his Discover card. Who signed for that? I did. Who signed for that one? Dana signed for the gas, but I signed for the buck knife because I figured we needed more weaponry. You have any other marks or tattoos on you? Yeah. I have a dragon on my left arm. How was that supposed to signify? A uh, shadow dragon. I learned Jiu Jitsu. Okay. The assassin arc, go figure. Okay. And I have, I can pull it up, an Ankh by Rayo. The Egyptians have for eternal life. Mm -hmm. That's it. Never heard the term over the edge? Or over the other side? Or over? Crossover. 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 Yeah, I heard that from Jaden. From who? Jaden. Stephen Murphy. What does that mean? It's supposed to be where you go from human to vampire. And how is that supposed to occur? Cut yourself, let them drink it, it runs through their veins for a few moments, and then your blood becomes tainted when you drink from them and become the undead. Go around feeding on humans. Do you do that? All the time you drink each other's blood. I cut it to watch the blood roll down. Sometimes I cut to hope I can die. Mm -hmm. Suicide's never worked for me. So that's why I was kind of hoping at this rate, you know, I could maybe try as an adult and electrocute it or something. Not that I'm throwing a hand. You want to die? Yes. You do? Oh, yes, definitely. Why? Because I know otherwise I won't be able to see Shay within 
Lord knows how much fucking time. Which means by that time she can find another guy, which by that time my child will be born, by that time my whole fucking life is screwed, so I might as well fucking die right now. And if I had something to do with it, I would. You were up, up there with Shay, weren't you? Up in Kentucky? Yeah. That's where I was with her for so long, and that's how I got her pregnant, and that's how well, I was in Cowboy County. And I was trying to turn Cowboy into a cult because I was hanging around with Stephen. So, her father was like not going to sign for her to get married, and my mother was just being a little bitch and wanting to move to Paducah, which means I would have had to have been apart from her. So I just told her, You have a week to get all your shit together and you're leaving. So that way we can stay together. <laughs> If I had the stuff, we could have stayed together. And you said this too? Sure, sure. Because that is the one and only thing I do care about in this world. Her and my child. Just, just because you're going to get to see her, or is this the truth? This is the truth. Oh, okay. Everything I've said is the truth because, like I said, I just don't give a shit anymore. You could ask my mother about that. I do. I'm very congenial and cooperative, so that's why I'm wondering about these shackles. I'm like, <laughs> well, what I understand, you're in Louisiana now, you're not in Florida. We have no control right now. You're in their jurisdiction, so. And their rules, you know, we got to play by the rules. Well, just one thing. You said when you start swinging the crowbar on the male subject. That you really felt, I was trying to think of the word, you felt pretty good, you felt. It was a rush to actually rush. Okay, feel the fact that I was taking life, because that's just like the old philosophy about if you can take a life, you become a god for a split second. It actually kind of felt that way for a minute, but if I was a god, I wouldn't exactly be here when I... How many times you have? I mean, did you actually count, or you was approximating, or around 50? Together, total, or each? Total. For him. For her, about 30. Really fucking hard. It's... Because <laughs> his face was just, it looked like a rubber mask. It didn't even look real. Her head, her brains were just like oozing out of her skull. Mm -hmm. So that's why I basically knew, yeah, they're dead. <laughs> so I had nothing to worry about. Did Scott do anything? Stop you from doing it? Watched you? Just for, you just, just watched and smiled. You got a rush, obviously, to that? Is that the kind of smile you were referring to? He was like, just really like a happy, almost like a kid amusement park for the first time. You get the same kind of rush with him? Yeah, so I was talking about both of them. Both of them. I mean, the minute she rushed in, he was like, he actually agged on her. Because when she grabbed me, he's like, yeah, like that. Was, like after she is down, I turned around, looked down, and I just went, boom, boom. Made sure she wasn't going to get back up because she was a stubborn and persistent little bitch. And also the fact that she'd spilled hot coffee and clawed me didn't exactly make me too happy. So that's why her brains were coming out and his words. Mm -hmm. Very nice, unless you're not nice to me. Any questions? Anything else you want to tell us?
I think you covered about everything. Like I said, I get detail. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. For sure. Got a question for y'all. Wait. Seriously, think I'm fucked? Hard to tell. We can't guess the system. I'm fucked. Yeah. So, would you like me to show you where the weapons are? Yeah, we might want you to take us out there. If you'd be willing, so willing to do that, that'd be great. Could I do that before I see Shay? So yeah, we'll just out of the way. Yeah, I'll let you talk to her again. Well, I was like talking. Could I go to show you the weapons first and then see her? Okay. Well, I get let, let, me, let me check with her out there. Uh, I mean, the sergeant out there and see what his plan, game plan is, and we'll go from there. Just take a We'll see what's happening. Did Did the guy from Tech Services get you? Um, Right. No, he didn't. You might have our crime scene technician. I want him to photograph the <laughs> injuries there. You don't have a problem with your tattoos? I was going to say, don't you need a tattoo? <laughs> you, don't, you don't have a problem? No. Do you have any on your stomach area? No. Okay. You want to get a photograph of your wounds there on your face? I can photograph that. And that goes for your story. Yeah. All right, we're going to... Do you have anything else that supported you, like to say? Or, or I think I keep thinking is I'm the one who survived. They didn't, so I fucked. Okay. Okay, we appreciate your cooperation, and we're going to end the interview. Approximate time is 18, 26 hours.